Welcome back to Desperation Point. I don't know why I said it that way. I just felt I need to get really close to the mic for a moment. I don't even know if it sounded right. It sounds like a welcome back to Desperation Point. Spooky. ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we're playing Desperation Point, a new game for Zweihander. Uh, this is a new home game we've been doing uh, in COVID times while we're um, waiting to resume Queen of Embers, which will probably never happen at this point um because coven it's a thing um we're on mm. we're on game session two even though last week we did we didn't play desperation point we did some play testing for project 1776 so last week we did that and this week we're doing desperation point again so um hi thank you welcome hi. back to our to our podcast podcast.zweihander.game Thank you for holding up that note for reminding me, Mike, because I would have thought I would have forgotten otherwise. Yeah, uh, I got, I grabbed it. I was like, you know what? I have it somewhere. <laughs> I don't think anyone's actually seen that video and they probably won't until the Kickstarter, <laughs> but uh, we've recorded a little video thing for project 1776, uh, a new game coming out for Zweihander. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, you should be able to anticipate it on October 5th. We'll talk more about it online including the real title of the game, the real, real title and the people behind it. But, uh, but we're playing, we're playing Zweihander today. So um, just a refresher for everyone around the game table. Uh, we are using the project 1776 rule set <laughs> for this game. <laughs> so we know whenever we begin a, begin a game, we need to determine what, how many fortune and misfortune are in the pool. I automatically start with one and you get to roll against the remaining four. So everyone roll a 1d6 in the chat window. And for those who can't see, because you can't, um, we are using roll 20 because we use roll 20 for all of the Hinder games. Um, I'm missing a roll from somebody. Oh, there we go. Okay. So the good thing is, is that- I was slow. Yeah. All the players, so players will begin, which is good. Players will begin with uh, four fortune and I will have one misfortune. I'm typing those in here into roll 20 right now, which for some reason is like weirdly minuscule. I, I don't know why it doesn't save your settings sometimes, but whatever. Um, now I just lost it. But yeah, so there's, there's four fortune. And why is this doing it in white? I'm sorry, I'm having problems today. Uh, one misfortune. So we begin our game once again in Dunmodra. Uh, who would like to, or sorry, Stonehold, who would like to do the update from the prior week? What happened in that game? What happened? Does anyone remember? That's the big question. Does anyone remember? Uh, broad strokes. Right. Well, start with broad strokes and we can start the 50,000 foot view and we can buzz the crowd when we... What? We were on our way to uh, Stonehold, and we saw an animal uh, laying prostrate across some rocks. Uh, we went to investigate and saw that it was gutted, and it was an elk or moose. Which one's? I know one's a lot bigger than the other. Elk. Uh, it was an elk. Okay, uh, the smaller one. Um, the so we decided to uh, see what happened to the rider because we saw a saddle on it. 
And so we went to um, uh, practice a little bit of cartography and naming of uh, local uh, landmarks. <laughs> what was the local landmark's name, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> the Dick of Winter. <laughs> the Dick of Winter, a giant yes. plinth of rock jutting out of the snow. And Winter was, in fact, a dick because... It murdered somebody. There was somebody that was uh, th that looked like they expired from being frozen. That's right. Didn't it, be, didn't it become begin snowing at that point too? Yes, it did. Mm -hmm. so, so winter winter is coming at the dig of winter. Is what you're saying? Yes, yes, that is. I was waiting for Mike to say it, but I had to get ahead of it because <laughs> yeah. I felt I need to own that. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. I was trying to edge myself back, but uh, <laughs> yeah, puns because I sometimes do just, sometimes. sometimes Oh, so you were edging. All right. Yeah, because uh -huh. I don't want to. I don't want to prematurely pun. That, no one <laughs> that. Uh, God damn it. That guy was frozen, but we should let this joke go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> let he it was, go. He was. He was. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. He was frozen <laughs> due to exposure. That's right. And he was clearly the writer. So you you turned to return back. You turned about to return following your footfalls in the snow when it began snowing. Um, and you made it back to the road, which was good. And then what happened from there? Well, not much else because we were all focused on that landmark. Anyways, no, um, the, it's so big. I mean, yeah, it was, uh, anyways, so we went to the, uh, castle, uh, well, not castle, more or less like keep and, uh, saw that it was being manned by, um, Balbany's Dot and Thorn the second and all of his uh, plate armor and we we're like oh cool it's Balbany's Dot and Thorn hey what's up and then that Balbany's ran away bravely mm -hmm. and so we waited we called out a little bit more and well we decided to walk on in and there's one person all by themselves they've been holed up here for a long time according to what they had said and uh Basically, just kind of got to know them a little bit. They they said that they were uh, uh, prisoners of the. I'm trying to forget exactly what they were called. Are you referring was, to the person in the armor? Yes, the person in the armor was actually not Balbanese Thorn, but a a a, a person a person who is much smaller wearing his armor. Does um, I remember her name? I can't remember her name. Abigail. <laughs> Abigail. Yeah. So, um, Abigail. Where she had that uh, black hair with a gray strand in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, she kept us from going to the larder because apparently she had food already or some other reason can't quite remember what but long story short we go to sleep we wake up all our stuff's gone all our meat is gone that we carved off of the elk and uh, uh, we find that there are uh, people storming the gate what did you talk with her about in that time like there were some conversations to be had about who she was and who she had been following with up to that point. I think she was like 
betrothed to one of the marcher lords or something like that. Yeah, Nothson? No, Magmork. M-A-G-M-O-R-K. Magmork. Yeah. Who was friends with Gothson, Danziger Gothson. So yeah, she's betrothed to Magmork, who she called her coward husband. Magmork the coward. And you you also learned uh, she also spoke about the people who rode the elk as well. Do you remember that? Probably not. Uh, she spoke. I remember some names. <laughs> yeah, she spoke a bit. She, no, she spoke a bit about um, obviously the Torque the Lords who were ran out of the north, right? We know that happened. That includes Mag Mork. Um, but she said that there's people, you know, in the Rukenval, the, the Rushwood, uh, who read giant, giant Elks, so they simply call the Nameless. Um, who clearly one of these people that was at the Dick of Winter uh, was one of these people. And then uh, when you awoke the next morning, she was gone. She clearly had pulled the wool over your eyes. Maybe you caught her unawares, maybe for whatever reason, but uh, she's gone. Um, and she took the foodstuffs. And um, as you kind of begin to gather um, down in the main chamber of Stonehold, the main galley, you can hear that there are, there are um, people down below. Um, they're inside Stonehold proper. They're, if you recall, the gates were frozen, sh- frozen open. They couldn't be shut. The door had been torn off of its hinges. So the walls were unmanned. You know, once again, that gate was frozen halfway open. And once inside Stonehold, the door had been ripped asunder off the, off the, uh, off the hinges. But there's, but the place is like literally empty. Um, All the riches have been taken. Uh, Any remnants of uh, Miles Standish, who was the former quartermaster of this place, Nothing resembling Balmany's Oxenthorn or any of the others who had been here, you know, just but a few years back, three years back or so. But no semblance of anyone here as they'd taken everything. Whoever, whoever they, whether it was absconded away by the Torque Lords, have been taken by the people who fled. You don't really know at this point, at least. It's still, you've only just got here. But you have something a little bit more immediate in front of you. And as you're kind of down in the main galley, kind of moving amid these tall stone pillars that are adjacent to a, a, a wooden throne that's been sundered by an axe. I think we said the axe is actually gone now, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It was gone in the morning. Um, we actually, you're actually in some danger. Um, we're going to begin the game right in the middle of it. And let me know if you can see the screen now at this point. You should be able to see the galley in mm-hmm. some. You should also have some tokens you can control too. Yeah. Um, so, what our listeners can't see is we're using Roll Twenty to kind of show the galley. So I'm just going to kind of narrate what happens. So, Collingsworth, who's played by Adam, you kind of come down and you can see that some shadows of movement inside the galley, and it must be whoever these invaders are. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, in fact, Calvin was the one who saw them when Calvin was out. Mike's character was out on the. The, the overlook over the courtyard yeah. 
um, you had seen them and they had kind of began to come forward. Um, and the person was accompanied by others as well. And they're now in the galley, um, leaving you open and exposed. And just assume that the boundaries of this room is literally what's in the box. Um, because I couldn't get the map to work <laughs> in roll 20. Uh, for some reason, there's map packs that don't, that have grids built into them. They don't overlay with the grids in roll 20. Complaints aside, um, this is where we begin. So we need everybody to roll initiative. I this can is never where... remember. Is there an initiative button on the? No. Okay. I built one, but no, there's not. Can everyone see the initiative tracker at this point? Yes. Yep, cool. I just need to cool. check out my initiative modifier. Oh, Calvin, you got oh. eight. Oh my God. <laughs> one. Wow. I went okay. from first last week <laughs> to probably dead last this week. <laughs> Jiminy, oh man. So we're just waiting on Collingsworth Redding to roll their initiative. 13, perfect, okay. So, uh, oh, uh, b by the way, it's Collinsworth with no G. Well, Collins. Too late. <laughs> I'm not changing it. Uh, sure. I'll change it after the game's over. Um, so let's, uh, let's, let's dive right in. So um, obviously, Osbert, there's something, there, there are people here. They haven't announced who they are. You don't really know how much danger they pose, but they've clearly stormed the galley at this point. Like they're 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 here. Um, you remember, you you all have access to actions in combat, uh, which I can actually show up there. Cool. Um, boom. So you have that available in your journal. So the question is like, what's going through Osbert's mind as this all happens? So how many people were down there and like, what did they look like when we got there and like, were they outside the gates or? That's a great question. So you, in, in, in the midst of trying to figure out what had happened with Abigail, looking for the food that she'd left in the, in the alcove in the ante, in the antechamber, um, Calvin turned around and said, hey, there's people rushing the courtyard. Yeah. And now they're inside Stonehold. They're inside the main keep. And scrambling downstairs uh, to the main galley, you haven't got a good look at them. You don't know how many there are. You suspect there's at least four. It's a Calvin counted, but you're not sure how, if the war party is even larger than that. Um, you're not really sure how many would be there or who they are or what they're armed with, or but they're clearly like storming Stonehold. And there's at least four that you can see between the shadows. And, and, and what you're seeing on the map here, like a number of tall stone pillars, you can see shadows kind of darting this way and that. Um, one thing to consider here is that we are now technically in fleeting shadows. So you cannot use... Um, long or medium distances on your weapons. Um, so there's that to consider. Hmm. Okay. Um, let's see here. So they're in the keep. 
Yeah, they're they're then there. You're in the galley. They're in the galley. Um, they're all there. Um, just like by first glance, do they seem like they are hostile? Are their weapons out? Like, what's going on specifically? Are they are they talking amongst each other? Or That's a great. Are they trying to like mm-hmm. hide. That's a good question. So, um, they clearly had tried to sneak their way in. Go ahead and roll an roll a um a scrutinized test, please. Okay. If you would. A scrutiny test, as they say. Yes. And that will be uh, routine. Routine. Yeah. Can I assist him with the scrutinize? Uh, yeah, if you spend an action point, you may absolutely sure. do so. Yeah. And just let me know if you succeed or fail, because I'm not paying attention to the dice rolls. Okay. Uh, I will go ahead. I get to roll 2d6 uh, for a assist. 2d6 for an assist, you mean? Or sorry, 2d10. 2d10, yeah. The other die that we use in this game. What? Yeah. Sorry, I was looking at something that has the <laughs> plus a d6. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, so I would use that one. <laughs> so what, what, yeah, so, so that's what a happens, success. Robert? Oh, nice. Okay. So you can see these, you can see these, um, spears you think you think they're spears or pikes or rifles you can see these uh long shadows stretching across the galley um from the burning torch or the burning lantern that you left down here and they're kind of darting this way and that they're clearly armed um they are armed without a doubt uh with dangerous weapons okay um if i can get the everyone else's attention. I'm going to try to pull them back so they don't see that we're here yet. I'm going to try to like, you know, touch everyone lightly on the shoulder and like get back or whatever. Do you want to try to hide? Yeah. Okay. So uh, you only spent one action point. So you'll need to spend uh, to do so. You'll need to hide. You'll need to spend two AP, assuming that you're kind of moving between everybody and trying to draw them back. Uh, go ahead and make a secret stealth test, if you would, please. Okay. Do, 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 do. Stealth. Osbert is kind of moving between all of you and saying, hey, come with me. And what is your move? Sorry, go ahead. So, uh, my movement is nine. One. My stealth, I rolled a 61 in my stealth roll, and my rating is 60. Nice. Okay, you want to keep that? Yeah, I'll keep it. Okay. Go ahead and take your figure and I want you to move it until you've touched at least each of the characters and then end your movement. So you okay. move the nine squares. So Osbert's kind of moving betwixt everybody and he's saying, hey, let's get back. Let's hide. It's perfect. Thank you for doing that. Um, I can see the movement perfectly in roll 20. And then, of course, you have nine movements. So move as far as you like. But remember, the boundaries of the map are there. Um, so Osbert kind of does that and finishes his turn. Keegan, what would you like to do? Uh, I have used one because of the assist. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go ahead and also hide. Okay. But Do you just want to stay where you're at, or do you want to kind of move back with, with uh... Osbert? Because you know where your figures are at this point, Keegan. You're not really near the pillar. You're kind of just about a yard out at best. Actually, Keegan's probably going to step forward to the pillar and kind of hide behind that. 
Okay. So that's so the closest place to hide. Yeah, so it'll be two AP. Go ahead and make a secret stealth test. Okay. As you hunker behind the pillar. And uh, I will say, uh, for all of your knowledge, the pillar is technically um, is considered uh, high cover, so it gives plus nine damage threshold if you take cover next to it. If you have actual points for it, that is. What'd you roll? Uh, 65 with a rating of 47. Oof. Okay. You want to keep that? Uh, you know what? I'll go ahead and use one. Okay. So I will now get uh, one misfortune and you will have three fortune at this point. Come on. Uh, critical fail. No, wait. 21 out of 47. You want to keep it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All righty. So you, you do so. Um, and you're by the pillar. You're not taking cover. Keep that in mind. Um, no, because I didn't have enough AP for that. That's right. So, um, if you so Collinsworth, what do you want to do? Uh, you know, I'm going to take uh, what Osbert had to say. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, under consideration. So I'm going to go ahead and try and hide my myself. Uh huh. I'm sorry. What was that again? I missed that. I'm going to go ahead and try and hide. Okay. Do you want to move anywhere? Or you just yeah, I would like to um, hang on, moving things around. Yeah, you can you can shuffle your character around on the map. You've got that ability. So just doing a standard like the hustle somewhere. Yeah. So moving four there and uh, okay. hiding a, here. Okay, make a secret stealth test. It's a secret to everybody. It is. I uh, need to make sure that I'm back to standard because it's secret. And submit. Okay, so uh, under normal circumstances, uh, I would have a 42 rating and I rolled a 56. You want to keep it? Uh, yes. I have a feeling we're going to need those fortune points. Okay. Calvin, what about yourself? Your, your turn is up now. Calvin, you know, agrees. Probably the best thing to do is hide. Mm -hmm. So... Um, let's take a look here. Minimize my thing. Minimize that. Uh, see, I think I would have him. Mm, let's see. I'd probably try to find the nearest high cover and then take cover and hide. So you want to take cover and hide pretty much yeah you can do that okay uh so that will be uh two action points so go ahead and make your secret stealth test right secret secret it's gotta be secret do, 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 do. make it standard like i wonder how much white noise is introduced in the game when you play on roll 20 like this like this is not this <laughs> this is this is not the standard we typically do when we're on a game table what'd you roll 92. Oh. Uh, and I have a 48 normal chance. <laughs> so you want to keep that or you want to, you uh, want to roll? Sure, we're going to keep it. Okay. You know, Calvin thinks he's being sneaky. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. He's a big dude, actually. You got it. You've got it, Calvin. Yeah. You got this. You got this. Um, so, Calvin, yeah, you, you hunker down behind one of those pillars. You're currently taking cover. Um, and remember, uh, that you 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 get that cover as long as you remain here, or at least you have to, you have to take it every turn, every round, I should say. So you're currently taking cover. Um, 
at this point, um, you can hear some shuffling and movement from them, but you're not really clear where they're really clear where they have moved to. Like there's, you're not really sure where they're at. I've placed some figures on the board, but you're not sure that they're there. They're very, very well hidden. Um, I guess is what I'm saying. So uh, the, 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 question, the question is, you know, now it's the top of the round once again. Um, what, what, would you, what would you like to do, Osbert? Uh, I'm going to assess the situation to see if I can find where they are specifically uh, okay so you try to figure out where they're at um you have a, well you know this already you know that they are definitely hiding behind those pillars you just don't know where um if you want to spend some action points to determine that uh we can do that but it's an opposed test and you will expose yourself if you're hidden because you need to get you need to get clear line of sight so the question is, do you want to do you want to do that? Mm. Their shuffling kind of dies down for a moment. So they were they were pretty apparent that they were like moving around, and now I just don't know where they are. It seems yeah. like they, they've tried to like we hid, and then like they hid too. It seems like. Uh, the way I'm reading the, my character is probably, or Osbert's probably reading the room. Um, this looks like it's going to get messy quickly, and I would rather get the jump on them, so I'm going to charge them. Oh, nice. You just want, uh, so go ahead and charge forward to any of the figures you think are currently on screen. I've left, I've left little, I've left the icons there because that's kind of the assumed place where you all would know where they're, where you believe where they're at without okay. spending an action point. So. Um, feel free to use your two AP to charge forward. That's where you're going to okay. land, right there. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to shoot for this one. I have my okay. my movement's nine, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, you can go ahead and just move your figure to do that. Just move your yeah. figure to count out. Um, don't worry about. We're not doing the chess rules where you take your figure finger off your figure and like it stops. It stops. Just drag it to where you want it to. Um, so Osbert begins charging forward. Um, Osbert, you actually have surprise. Um, as you round the corner of the pillar, you come face to face with somebody in the shadows and, and you gain surprise advantage. So what, remember, there are no surprise turns. Instead, your test is easy. You add additional 1d6 fury to damage if you strike. Okay. The question um... is, do you want to do that? I actually was going to go for a knockdown. Ah, smart. Yes, yes, yes. You can absolutely do that. Um, so you, you round about and you attempt to do a knockdown, which, um, as you well know, um, with a knockdown, uh, it's going to be athletics or coordination. This test will be easy for you. Okay. And because they are surprised, <laughs> uh, if you hit them, they'll be knocked down and unconscious for an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, wow. Um, yeah, that is a success. Um, and actually, uh, since I have banter and jibe, it turns into a critical success. Oh, nice. 
So the good thing about um, the new actions in combat for Flame uh, Project 1776, <laughs> I almost did it. What is wrong with me? Mike, hold up the sign. Uh, <laughs> exactly. the, the, the good thing about uh, all of the actions now in Project 1776, which we're using, um, has a, has, now has baked in um, critical hit and critical fails on these actions. Um, for knockdown, it's actually they can't resist and they're disarmed. So, or sorry, my apologies. They can't resist and must spend three AP to get up when they wake up. So it wouldn't matter because they're already defenseless, right? Um, they're already <laughs> at a disadvantage, uh, right? Uh, so you knock this person clean off their feet uh, and they go tumbling across the floor uh, <laughs> as as this this rifle drops from their sorry this zweihander drops from their hands clattering on the stone mm. and this person with this hawkish looking nose and blonde hair just is splayed out on on all fours and kind of just collapses and and as this happens um, you get a good look at this this younger looking fellow with dark hair and these kind of deep set blue eyes and he says he looks at you and he says why you're not Abigail in chains he says where, where do you hail from the man says as he has he has a rifle in hand right he's pulled the hammer back and he's kind of pointing it toward you but Clearly, um, you don't know who he is. <laughs> he doesn't know who you are. You certainly aren't the person he's looking for. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say nothing for now, but I will spend an extra action point to close the distance. I want to be. I want to get engaged with him. Oh, interesting. Okay, you can absolutely do that. So, um, what we're what so what you're gonna see on the map here, um, I'm gonna use a Doppler thing. It's this guy all the way back here, by the furthest pillar. He is uh, he's far away. Um, he's nowhere near you. So, can you make it to him? That's the question. It's gonna take me two AP, but uh, since he does have a firearm, I do want to use two AP. Um, because if he, if he's going to shoot me, I'm going to make him work for it. Yeah. I'm going to mark him in the yellow halo, by the way. Um, so you're going to just close the distance completely. Yeah. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to spend two AP and close the distance. Okay. Um, you get right up on him with the rifle and he's trying to edging back near the pillar. Like these four have, um, un unfortunately just completely, completely uh, biffed their chances to, to hide. Um, so you, you catch them, they're literally unawares. Um, so what do you, what do you wanna, what do you wanna, you, your turn's over? Yep. So we'll move now to Keegan. Like you all kind of become quickly aware of what's happening. Like I'm assuming Osbert's kind of communicating with them at this point, um, what's happening. Okay. Um, so at this point, Keegan is going to kind of 
call out to the, did I, I assume I could hear him say something about you're not Abigail, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I could hear that. All right. So then at this point, Keegan is going to try to talk them down into putting their weapons down. Yeah. So um, I have meeting of the minds, so I actually get a bonus to extreme positions and getting a compromise. That's so. good. So we're gonna we're actually gonna break this off into a quick uh, social interaction, uh, which is a little little different than um, than um, Zweihander. So uh, because this is happening in the middle of combat, it's very easily accommodated. You just plug it right in, which is great. Um, so you're going to make what's called an interact check, um, and uh, they their um, their disposition is impolite. So it's a challenging skill test, uh, but because you're so far away from them, we're going to make it hard. Um, so uh, what skill do you think would work in your favor here? Like, what skill would you want to use? in this in this interaction um the one that he would most likely be using is trying to do charm like whoa guys like i'm not abigail i'm i'm trying to we're we're both trying to find her here like this is so try to sound like we're on the same side of trying to find her okay yeah yeah um so go ahead and make your skill test okay so i have meaning of the minds uh so that gives me a plus 10 base chance nice uh, but then I also have Silver Tongue, which gives me a plus 20 if they're a different social class than me. So what social class are they? Oh, good question. So, well, you wouldn't know this. You wouldn't be able to intuit this, but uh, simply assume that he's an aristocrat. Okay, because uh, I have, I, I uh, am a burger, so that means I get a plus 30, I guess, altogether? Yeah, yeah, nice. Which would... Just let me know if you succeed. All right, so I'm doing a hard charm test. Uh, I rolled a 21 out of 40 nice. plus 30. So then I guess I'm at a negative one. <laughs> so the only thing I need to know is if you succeed or fail. Um, just for, cool. Or critically fail or critically succeed. So as this happens, like uh, where you're at, Osbert, you can see that this man kind of lowers his rifle and he says he holds it in one hand, holds the other hand up. And he actually, he stands still, but the others start to walk out of the shadows. And he says, Hold, friend. We 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 mean we we're not intending violence. We we thought you the knave Abigail in chains. Chains. Well, that that's not the last name that she gave us. You you hear you hear a man say, "Well, formerly in chains." These men clearly have uh, an Airedane affectation in their voice. Uh, same. <laughs> well. uh friends then we might be why were you seeking abigail we'd been seeking her and her people for for weeks we tracked her here alone thought we could corner her like the dog she is but she's a wily one like a fox and off she went clearly you all are not in league with her oh do you hail from the great kingdom of aglador the man says Dogs and foxes, you've brought a menagerie with this woman. Uh, yes, actually. We didn't expect to see civilized folk up this way. Not quite. Uh, yes. He, he, the man begins to lower his guard, and the others immediately lower their weapons, and they begin to walk out into the middle of the galley. 
Like they're not they're not expressing any means of violence. They're just kind of they actually look pretty relieved to see all of you. And as these four people kind of step out from behind the pillars in the galley, there's this. Um, they look like they've been kind of on the road for a while. Uh, their beards are grown out. They're wearing heavy fur cloaks. Uh, there's snow kind of frozen up along the fur trim along it. Uh, and the man who's foremost of them, who Osbert had dead to rights, says, uh, they call me Phineas Gray, he says. Good morning to you. Pray I'm, tell, I'm, so, I'm sorry about your man there, and I, and I help his, the, the, the guy that I knocked out of. <laughs> Tuck shall be fine. He's, Tuck on your feet. A drought of... I slapped him on the back a couple times. Sorry yeah. about that, buddy. <laughs> he, he, you, you, you kind of le- reach your arm down. And you pull him up, and he looks confused for a moment, like he's about to like grab you with these huge hands, the size of baseball. This man is massive. Now you see him in the full light, and he, ugh. he looks at he looks at Phineas and says, "Is a safe boss?" And Phineas simply nods his head and he gets on his feet. This is Tuck, he says. Tuck, as he kind of stands, almost unfolding like some great mountain of a person who towers over all of you, he kind of lumbers forward um, and picks up his great Zweihander. My name's Osbert, and I give a low bow and then immediately trip and fall on the floor for comedic effect. Use your japes. <laughs> you're, you're Can't help one. myself as I, as I stand up and, and dust myself off. Tuck says, you're a funny one. <laughs> you caught me on you caught me dead rights there he says as he rubs his head you notice that he's got a monk's tonsure like the way he shaved his head he's wearing this and as opposed to phineas he's wearing um a woolen robe like a monk it's tied at the waist of the robe but he's wearing heavy furs as well and very high and high boots underneath but he's dressed like a monk one good fall deserves another and i wink at him he he kind of, as he wipes the blood from his lip where he busted it open on the floor. <clears throat> ah, yes. Ah, Phineas steps forward. I do forgive me. We, we thought you, we thought you the enemy, but clearly we are allies, friends even. Yeah. Eh? The, the same. We we thought the same of you, but uh, this is a pleasant surprise. It's. Uh, my name is, is Keegan, uh, but I, uh, I find myself quite confused. You say that she was in chains. What was her fate that landed her in such a place? Hmm. That is a story indeed, Phineas says. Perhaps we could, uh, we could sit by the fire, break bread. Like, you know, civilized people. Civilized Aridane. Uh, as a former valet, I find it quite um, disheartening to state that uh, we have no bread, though we might be able to scrounge a fire at this point. Abigail ensured the first part. Warmth would be enough, Tuck says. We've been on the road for days. You stoke the fire here in the main galley and kind of settle near the hearth as you all kind of bleed into the scene as the fire roars with warmth the doors outside of stonehold at least the main the only door that's there is shut you know unfortunately there's nothing you can do for the breeze that kind of causes the that comes in through the doors and causes the uh 
the fire to flicker here and there. It's just a bit of a cold breeze in here, but the warmth feels nice. So, as for the rest of you, you'll forgive me. I do not think that we have crossed paths before, but twould be as rare as Aradain or Grolstetter in the north after the Torque Lords. Certainly we would have came across one another. Pray tell your names, Phineas says, or he begs. The name's, Col- the name's Collinsworth. Collinsworth Redding, as I extend my hand hand out towards him. He will he'll shake it and you can his hand is cold, despite the fact that he's near the fire. His hand is very cold, like he's been out in the been out in the woods for days. I am Calvin Redding, his brother. You two have a similar look, he says. We hope so. Being brothers and all. Yes. He, there's kind of a pregnant pause on the end because maybe he's not sure if he had the same dad, <laughs> right? So he just kind of <laughs> leaves it at that. You can tell he's trying to he's trying to keep his manners about him. Like he's not trying to tip <laughs> his hand, but maybe maybe Osbert uh, or Keegan understands kind of what he's maybe what he's kind of holding back. Uh, different mothers, not different fathers. I uh, wasn't trying to imply, he says, as he gives a broad smile. You oh. didn't need to. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, no, it's no bother. We are here away from a lot of society, and I understand our name carries a certain meaning. He, uh, he points to the others and says, well, you've already met Tuck. Or I should say Tuck already met Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> He watch out, big guy. And he puts his hand on, try, puts his hand up on top of Tuck's tall shoulder, and you can see that Tuck just towers over Phineas. Phineas is small. Um, he says, "This is Aaron and Aaron, brother and sister, comrades is mine." There's a woman and a man who have uh, both have uh, both have black hair and blue eyes, blessed in the eyes of the Aridane. Just the four of us. Just the four of you. What, what strange fortune would have brought such numbers together? Uh, What's I, the holy number? Would there be one more? Uh, well, I, I would hate to inform you there's actually five to our merry little band. Uh, I'm not entirely sure where he, Collinsworth. He's, he's asleep. He's still young. Hmm. You've they... uh, a child, he inquires. Well... Of a sort. Of a sort, yes. <laughs> um, I do have a pet. His name is Hobbs. Oh, I see then. Then truly we are blessed. And then the doctor steps out of the shadows. <laughs> 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 he kind of lingers on the periphery. He doesn't really say much. He's, he's, an, he's a Daniel non-player character who will only react when it's necessary or relevant. So I'm not going to roleplay two NPCs roleplaying together. Um, the focus is on you. You're the characters. Um, so, well, I, indeed. So our number is indeed holy nine of us. Yes. Mm. So, yes. new to the north, he says. He kind of stokes the fire with yes. the fire poker. We literally arrived last night. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, uh, we decided to stake our claim in the area and uh, you know, this this, this old keep, formerly of Aridane ownership, has returned to rightful hands. Oh, 
He's and I su- and I suppose since since we're all here together, we may as well pool our efforts, so to speak. Uh, as he's stoking the fire, Keegan kind of slides over and like takes the fire poker like gently from his hand, and he uh-huh. starts actually working on the fire oh, instead. Well, thank you. <laughs> he nods, kind of placing his hand on your shoulder and thanking you as Osmer mm. is talking. Mm. Well, my friend, that is uh, bold words. You are a very direct person, he says. Osbert, kind of well, saying. there's 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 only one keep here, and there's only so many rooms and such. Yeah. I, I assume you'll you'll be spending a little bit of time here, searching for Ms. Abigail. And, uh, well, it'd be she... prudent of us to to share watches and, and the and the such. Right, one shouldn't keep to themselves. Well, uh, I I I believe that we would certainly appreciate that, but. We must set the record straight first uh, to get the rough stuff out of the way. <clears throat> mm. It is good that we are beyond uh, the Rushwood because we are a wanted people back in there in Aglador. Huh. Well, it is not Aglador here. Uh, You're a free man as far as I'm concerned. We're all born free, Tuck says. So... You have come to the frontier in order to, to seek a life of freedom. Maybe, maybe start something anew, a fresh start. Uh, he kind of looks at Tuck and there's kind of like a look between them. And he says, in a sense, yes. But uh, let us be clear to your former point, Osbert, as he continues to repeat people's names so he can commit it to memory and for myself too. Osbert, what you must realize, though, that Stonehold does not belong to the Aridane. Uh, Matches in the same way that we have sought to come to the north as free people. We must also remember that Stonehold itself was never an Aridane holding. The Aridane were merely occupying it. Uh, uh, or seized it, I suppose you could say. Uh, as they sought to colonize the north. And here we are. So, just to be clear, he says, for the record... But yes, uh, we have come to seek uh, better opportunities, he says. Tuck kind of nods, and Aaron and Aaron nod, nod their head as well. Opportunity to be had in the North, certainly. Freedom from, uh, from the law, to be fair. He looks at Tuck, and Tuck looks at him. They appear to be a little bit nervous. But he flashes a, but Phineas flashes a bright smile. It's a pearly white smile. Perfect teeth. Perfect teeth. And they're not even dentures. The 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 whole line of phrasing slash semantics is striking me as a little odd. Um, and I'm I'm gonna kind of scrutinize his what he's getting at. He seems like he's trying to hide something, and I'm not really trying to hide that I'm scrutinizing him. And so you're are you getting close with one eye and arching your brow like? Hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I, I like. I, he, he just seems to be acting a little mysterious, for perhaps mysterious stake, and he seems a little uncomfortable. And I want to lean into that yeah. a little bit more. That that only makes him feel a little bit more uncomfortable as you gain one conflict. Uh, well, I am speaking plain here. I mean, we are here in the north to us to leave our lives behind in Aglador. And there certainly is things to be had in the north, but there are other things that are more, um, he looks at Tuck, things a little bit 
more forward. Uh, we owe uh, a debt of a sort, you see. Mm-hmm. And not, 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 and not in the, not in the Aglador, but to people here in, uh, well, here in the Dalriada, he says. So are you implying that your temporary residence here would paint a target on our backs? Well, if you knew anything of the Torque Lords, then certainly, yes, you know them to be dangerous. But we, we are actually uh, have sworn an oath uh, to seek out Abigail in chains and bring her before the council. Or sorry, to bring her before Cauldron Lake. Cauldron Lake. I, uh, As in, you, you, you're going to fetch her and bring her all the way down there. No, no, not the. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I should probably. Uh, I suppose we Aridane have certainly called the lake Cauldron Lake here in the north, but I mean what the northerners call Siobhan. Oh, so you. You need to find her and bring her further north. Yes. Uh, let, let me let me <laughs> let me lay the land here. Do you do you have a map? No, I don't. Mm. Well, uh, uh, someone cool. has one, right? Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. You... Uh, <clears throat> Keegan uh, pulls the his map out and he he drags a table over and he won't let anybody assist him as he pulls it out and he you know sets things on the corner to make sure it's perfect and unwrinkles it and, like yeah. lays it out perfectly. <laughs> of course. You see, here, he points toward the Rushwood, there is a place that the people of Stonehold called Cauldron Lake, a misnomer, of course, because we know Cauldron Lake is where Old Lork is, but the people here in, in, in the, 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 the Dunish call it Siobhan. Uh, it's right here in the Rushwood, he points toward it. It's, a, it's, a, it's surrounded by these big flinty hills. There's people who live near there, um, and we have sworn an oath to them. Uh, to seek out Abigail in chains and bring her before them. Hmm. Uh, might I ask, it, it's, of course, you can tell me it's none of my business, but um, this, this seems like a lot of work for such a small girl. Um, Must be quite a debt. Right. Must be quite a valuable girl. I don't know about, that's not a, uh, yes, the, the, uh, that Tuck kind of steps forward and says, "We've been given a a geas. We have sworn fealty to House Cavendish to seek out Abigail and chains and return her." Is there a certain time frame that you are required to do this in? Oh, time has such little meaning around here, Fenia says. Well, still the sun rises and sets. Surely they don't want to wait around for years. He, he once again kind of shrugs his shoulders. We've been at this for almost all winter. Then it's a shame you just missed her. Right. Indeed, we had uh, suspected uh, her to be here. It is why we came. We'd been tracking her for, we, we followed, finally followed, found a trail at the, along the road's north and followed along the Stormhorn Hills and 
We thought we had cornered her. We had seen the firelight. He kind of points up like he's urging toward the, the towers. We'd seen firelight coming from one of the windows from a few miles out. And we suspected it could only be her. Who else would be this far north after all in the middle of winter? He smiles. Well, she was acting awfully pleased to see us. I mean, she felt so alone and she was worried that she was going to end up a big old pile of them bones. Well, she is a wily one, he says. She has uh, outpaced us for some number of weeks. Every time we think we are closer to her, well, we get some sort of lead, we lose her. She slips between our fingers like, uh, like wind, mm. like water. A slippery one, that. Hmm. Maybe she hid down in a hole. I don't understand what you're getting at here, Fenia says. Oh, I quite understand it, but I, I don't know that it's really useful right at this particular moment, Collinsworth. Perhaps, I appreciate, though. Perhaps on this su subject... I should stay away. <laughs> so once you find her, what's your, what is your plan to do with her? Bring her back? Uh, yes. We are to bring her back. That's right. That is what we've been charged with. Seems such an arduous task for such, I don't know, so much effort. Right. Have, you, have you not found any clues of her? Just... Return to your, return to your uh, sworn lord, and just tell him that she was she died. Well, as 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 Tuck had said, we are free in the north, but our debt is very great, and uh, it would be dishonorable not to pay it back. That's why we have sought her out in such earnest over these past weeks. The honorable outcasts of Eridane. Serving the Torqued Lords. It's like a, a story from Penny Dreadful back home. Something tells... I, 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 the more he talks, the more it just... Something isn't adding up. Yes. This tale of freedom and debt is one that's much like love, hate, love. The arches of Baron, the clue not understanding... I I assure you that uh, if you if in the position that we are in, uh, we are Aradain after all. We certainly we may be leaving behind a life of crime, but I am an honorable man, and I will not be. You will not be besmirched my my honor. We are, we four have sworn to the Cavendish to bring Abigail back in chains. That is what we intend. I. My intent was not to smirch. I just am enjoying the story oh so much. Well, next you tell us that we're the smiling law and his merry murderers, Tuck says. Bobbinese <laughs> is long dead, friend, Phineas says to Tuck. Uh, it, it appears that he is the man in the box. You're really trying on these, aren't you? It's trying. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, all right, all right. Uh, it it seems obvious that uh, you you have this task before you uh, to bring Abigail. Um, I still find myself confused, though, uh, knowing what 
brought you to have to come get her would probably help us to find where she might be at this point. What? I don't understand. What do you mean? What has she done? You were simply asked to bring her back. I assume that there's something she did. We have made no inquiry as to how she has wronged the Cavendish. We simply serve at their pleasure in this regard. We ask no questions. We know not to question the Cavendish when they uh, when they want something, they get it. Mm. Right. Right. Well, then, uh, yes, you've missed her. Um, where else has she been? Because it might help us to also find where she has gone. Well, we had suspected she had, was going to Cauldron Lake, or Siobhan, ironically, uh, to go to the very place where she is not, probably not supposed to be. But um, it's the only place we haven't been yet. We've been all across this region. He kind of points, kind of like m- pantomiming, like he's kind of waving his hand this, this way and that. We have all over uh, Mata's green earth here in the north of the Dalriata, and we tracked her here. The only place left that she can go truly is Cauldron Lake. Mm. Which will make all jobs certainly easier should we capture her and take her back to the Cavendish. So how long do you plan to stay here? Here? He points to Stonehold. Mm -hmm. Yes. We ought nowhere else to go right now and the sun is setting. Or the sun is rising. I suppose we should... We will maybe strike out once we can pull ourselves together. See what we can scrounge from the larder, he says, kind of looking around. Tuck's belly grumbles. I think, well, I think you may be disappointed by what is in the larder. You hear a grumble from Tuck, not from his stomach, but from his throat as he kind of lowers his head. We are rather famished. We've um, Our provisions are very low. Ours as well. Though no. she carries quite a bit. She has indeed absconded with the, the meat and the hide that uh, we have procured along our way here. You know, on a Perhaps funny... Perhaps she is uh, a bit slow and maybe a little easier to catch. Yes, on a, on a funny note, I was going to say, with the things that she took from us, a girl of that frame, there's no way she was carrying that by herself. Well... We can always check for uh, horse tracks, carts, donkeys, some sort of he shakes. He shakes his head. Abigail, Abigail is on foot. Hmm. Neither horse nor wagon. However, how low are your provisions? Uh, I root through my pockets and pull out the trail rations I have. I think. Did she take all of the meat that we had from the elk? Yeah. Well, took the fur and the meat, which is like a shit ton of encumbrance. <laughs> I, I was gonna say at least ten servings, right? Because each of us had two. Well, there were uh, there were nine days worth of meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, quite low, and she she took quite a bit more than I would assume she could easily carry. She is a wily one, he says. Then possibly she's storing it somewhere to come back and get it. Is that what you're assuming here? 
I don't think so, he says. However, there is some place we can go to pre-provision. That is, of course, if you intend to stay. I mean, after all, boon companions as we are, what, what stroke of luck would have brought us all together? Well, I didn't walk all this far north just to turn around and head back south, so... I mean, I'm game to either try to track her down or track down the food. Do you think that she might, with carrying that much, she might uh, leave a trail? Well, I would definitely say that she's... uh... We should check, at least. And we'll... we'll, We we wouldn't mind finding some food. We, We need to replenish our own stores. Well, she'll certainly be riding, eating high on the hog if she's taking as much food as you say, but keep in mind, she is quick. She is fleet-footed. Even if we picked up her trail, we could starve on the way there. These woods have been... There's not much to be found in this season. You'd be hard-pressed to even find a jackrabbit. Tuck Lord, Tuck Lord's his head once again. <laughs> the way I see it, mm-hmm. as much as I have a heart for the position you four are in, we would not be of any help if we didn't have anything to eat. And while I am upset with Abigail and Chains, I am more concerned with surviving than ever finding her again. So, I would be of a mind to chase after the food, because mm-hmm. I searched the larder and there was nothing in there. All I found was one rotten apple. I tend to agree with you, Collinsworth. I, I wasn't going to say as much as, uh, you know, just trying to be polite about it. Thought we could part ways when the time came. Well, no. If, if they themselves, and. I, I look at no. I, look, I meant I, I meant directly. I meant with our I, I I motioned to the the other group. Yeah, obviously we stayed together, but uh, you and I, and, you know, I motioned to Calvin and and, and uh, Keegan and Hobbs, of course. But uh, <laughs> Hobbs, you know, if if you're pointing the way towards towards easily gotten foodstuffs, vittles, uh we we will we will accompany we'll accompany you to the such foods and uh part ways from then and let you continue on your your quest it's with so many mouths to feed such a such a large party together just doesn't seem practical yes and i suppose he says then i we will need to go see the green john he says the green john yes yeah, a um well, one of the Torched Lords. He's, uh, he and his people have taken up residence in Old Grolstead. Hmm. Ah, yes. I hear that uh, there's nary a Grolstead and Grolstead and Grolstead anymore. They're all refugees. Uh, I don't know sense. about that former part, but the, I don't know about that last part, but the first part, that's true. No Grolstead dwells in old Grolstead now, just the Torque Lords and their people. Hmm. Well, uh, as much as I find this um, lesson on uh, cultural diversity quite interesting at this point, uh, possibly, yes, we should 
be going to get provisions, I think. Uh, I, I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, Abigail taking quite a few things from us. If it's going to take us a bit to get to this man, it seems it would be best now. Oh, the, sure. day, the day is young. We should set off. So, yes. It uh, would be at least a day from here. Right. You've at least a day's of provisions. Oh. Nay? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I do. The, the rest of you? You root around uh, packs, root, root, root. <laughs> <laughs> Rooting ensues. Um, let's see here. I believe we have yeah. enough for ourselves. I, I pause pointedly. Yes, uh, I, I, I quite hope that uh, you can care for yourselves in the intervening day. Well, we've... On, on, on our <clears throat> way, we did leave a... a, a we, we did note a, a carcass of an elf, an elk... We uh, we car we we carved it uh, of most of the meat, but there may be some uh, organs and such. If if you're if you're feeling quite peckish, he kind of would be corrupted by this point. If the dogs if the wolves have never gotten a hold of it, he says. Uh, yes, we can take you to Grolstead to meet the Green John, but as I said, we are unprovisioned. Tuck and Aaron and Aaron and Phineas all stand forward. Uh, well, so, uh, so you don't have even a day's worth amongst yourselves. Nay, game has been small at best, and uh, we have depleted ourselves of our of our hunting of our hunting bag. We've no snares, lures, no smells left. Mm. Well, um, perhaps then because. I have two days worth of provisions myself, but I don't know if everyone else has two days worth. I, I do as well. Um, so we should be cutting it close, but uh, if our travel companions should lead us to the promised land of more provisions, I don't see why. Well, either that or, I mean, surely this is a keep. And who wouldn't build a keep near some body of water, right? Um, <laughs> uh, a, wise, a, a wise insight, uh, Mr. Redding, Master Redding. However, the river is frozen, you see, <laughs> he says. I'm afraid that uh, any fishing that would have been had uh, is, is, is we're out of the season, he says. It will be at least until early spring when the uh, everything unfreezes. It is early spring. Well, early spring perhaps in the south, but early spring in the north is typically summer in Aglador. So uh, you see, you see, we have already tried this route. We have tried fishing ourselves and uh, have come against dumb luck. Hmm. Plus, the fish tend to hibernate in the mud and the muck. And so how do the how how do the the Torque lords feed themselves then? Ah, the Torque Lords. Well, <laughs> there's a reason why they call him the Green John. He is a a green grocer bandit king of a sort. He controls the foodstuffs moving in and out of the rushwood, at least on this side of it. Well, are we near a stream, a lake? <clears throat> what are I, we near? As I said, Master Redding, we have expended all of our resources to seek out fish and rodent in this blasted wood and have come up empty. 
Now, if you wish to waste a day doing so, you may do so, but it will get us no closer to the green John nor new, nor new old Grolstead. Okay. I don't know you very well, but generally, if, if a question with a direct answer is asked, uh, I would expect a direct answer. All I'm asking is, is it a stream or a lake that we are near? Does anyone know? Streams? Okay, that's it. That's all I wanted to know. Um, I have two days worth of provisions. So I can spare for one while we're on our way to the Green John. Tuck steps up and says, we're going to be best friends, friend. Because he will take the, he will, he will, he will kind of hold his hands out for the provisions, almost begging for food. Like these people look like they're famished. They look, not only do they look haggard from the road and beards overgrown, they look a little bit emaciated. It's very, I mean, there's, there's, there's no lies to tell in their face. You can see the bone structure beneath their flesh. Like they're, they're starving. They're hungry. So as, as much as I want to go see this Green John for food and provisions, what do we have to trade? I have a few coin that we could potentially. <laughs> the Green John does not. Oh, the Green John does not deal in coin. This is not Aglador, my hmm. friend. They only deal in barter or favors. So this would be a favor. Unless. Oh, the, tor if... the, tor the Torque Lords are notoriously superstitious, so I feel that they'll have no value for this here musket as he holds it in his hand. So, we can't hunt, we can't fish, we can't trade, so we just become servants of the Torque Lords? Everything has a price, he says. Much as we like to be free, <laughs> yet we find ourselves pulled right back in, Phineas says. Well, I'm willing to give you one of my day's provisions, and you can go and be servants to the Torque Lords. I... It, with the only the choice of owing a favor to the Torque Lords, I think that I should fare better. Hmm. Keegan does a once more look around just to see if there seems to be anything that would be worth trading. You sweep the, you know, you kind of sweep the galley. The only thing that's really there is, is or what was there was that big battle axe that was like, in the middle of the throne, but if you recall when you woke up the next morning, it was gone. Abigail took it. Um, the place has been swept clean of anything that's of value that could have been burned for firewood. Um, the tapestries that hang from the from the rafters are valueless, like they're not going to provide anything, um, and they'd be incredibly heavy to carry. You have no animals, and there's, I mean, this place was sacked, like literally mm -hmm. sacked and all of his valuables were taken. This, of course, was when the Torque Lords first came and they killed Lord Orson Batral, who was the former Lord of Stonehold, and they killed um, the Quartermaster. And uh, they took everything. I mean, they didn't even occupy the place. They just took it and left. The Torque Lords are... Um, don't stay in one place for long. Not uncommon among the Dunish. So uh, Keegan kind of flexes his arms a little bit and kind of does like a little bit stretch and he goes, well, hard work never hurt anyone. Let's go then. Would anybody else spare food for Aaron, Aaron, and Phineas? 
Uh, I give one ration over. Sure. I'll give my because I have two like everyone else. So yeah. I only have one at ration. So who among the four will starve? Will it be Tuck, Phineas, Aaron, the man, or Aaron, the woman? Oh, looks like Tuck already took mine. <laughs> I mean, I'd leave that up to them. Yeah, I was going to say, that's up to them. I suppose I can break it in half and get by on what little I have. The brother and sister look at one another. Well, I suppose this will have to do. We've been in worse situations, brother. Yes, we have, sister. As Aaron and Aaron talk to each other. Embassies talking to each other. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> they will break the provision, but uh, just to be clear, um, even breaking provisions in half still means you still suffer from starvation. So, yeah, I figured as much. Doing, I was just yeah. doing it more as a goodwill yep. gesture. Yeah. So you gather, you, you, you begin to share some food and you, and you leave the main hold of Stonehold and you pass beyond its gates and into the empty villages surrounding. And of course, Keegan, your eyes are like sweeping the place. Like, well, what can we possibly trade that may be here? And the only thing that you find is a hand cart uh, with, a, with a wheel that looks like it's had a chunk broken out of it as it struck a, a rock on the road. It's still near there, kind of laying on the ground, covered in snow. Is there anything in the handcart? Just out of curiosity. No, no. It would have rotted a long time ago. It's probably a fruit cart, you would imagine, or maybe thrushes. No, it held cabbages. I uh, held cabbages. My, <laughs> my cabbages. <laughs> I started looking around because I remember that she was wearing that plate armor. The armor, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just, you know, kind of a, t- uh, like, if she carried all that food, um, like, she might have left the plate armor somewhere, and that would make a great trading item. It was. Yeah, because Calvin's feeling like there's just too much stuff for one small woman to take. Mm-hmm. Either right. she had something or she had someone that oh. helped her. I was say she no had no way help. you can hide that many kind of footprints. So like Calvin's like gonna nudge over to uh, Collinsworth and be like, "We gotta look. We gotta at least look. You know, we gotta look for some sort of trail. Like, there's no way she's just gone. But that's not possible. I agree. On the and, snow uh, that there was, like, no, it's just it's not. Perhaps if uh, she, I say we she... take an hour, let them warm up by the fire, and then if we can't find any sort of hint of a trail in an hour. Then we head towards this green, John. You know who's got a better nose than us? Well, yes. Hobbs, of course, would also be on the job. Uh, but uh, that all depends on if he can smell anything in this. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try and uh, rouse Hobbs and see if he can just find anything at all just with with a scent. Yeah. Um Unfortunately, you don't really have anything to lead him on to Abigail's scent, so it's going to be an arduous handle animal test. That's fine. I'll assist, because why not? We're in this together. Yeah. Okay. I keep going down to the skill and then forgetting, oh yeah, I need to set the difficulty and then go back up. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. How about that? Combat's over. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Okay, so a 10, 
uh, with the, with the assist, we'll do nice. it because otherwise I'd have failed. Well, the good thing is, is you actually managed to you rush back upstairs and you yank the bed covers off, and and uh, the and um, Hobbs kind of. As the bear with a honey and brown coat of fur begins lumbering kind of through the snow. And it stops at one point and sniffs toward the air and kind of runs, moves over to a tree, starts sharpening its claws. And as you're sharpening its claws, you can see kind of near this tree, clearly a horse has been here. There's manure, but it's frozen. It's not steaming. But a horse has been here chewing at the grass, uh, chewing at what was underneath the snow itself. And you can see footprints coming up to the, ho- the horse, boot prints in the snow where it's all muddy and such, a little wet here by this tree. And then the, the, and then the horse prints just go off down into this low dell. Like you have her trail if you want it. Well, brother, I think this is our best bet as I point towards the trail. Yes, and uh, we could let them know and let them decide. Um, well, but it, yeah. it, would be, it would be a decision. Do we follow her or do we go and get food? Sure, but... Um... Now, if they have been in this area for a long time, uh, then I would see why there wouldn't be anything to find to eat around here. But um, if we even go a short ways, then I'm sure that we can set up snares. If we were to find a lake as opposed to a stream, we could, we could look underneath the ice for fish. But yeah, a stream wouldn't work. I mean, I believe between our skills, we should be able to scrounge something up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so... Should we offer that to them? Hey, look, here's your trail. We can, we can go and try and find food along the way, or we can go to the green grocer. Or should we just simply go to the green grocer because that's what we need? Well, I mean, we can't rely on the tour towards forever. Like maybe it's a one-time favor, but who knows what that favor is. That's the problem with favors, right? Uh, yes, they, it, they always come back tenfold to the price that you, and people will pay almost anything for food. So yes, it reminds me of the adventurous exploits of Lyndon Genevieve the Younger. That one novella he wrote about when he had made a visit to um, Old Lock, and he once received a favor from somebody who he thought he had paid off, but then it ended up coming back around because it was carefully crafted. Mm-hmm. So. I I don't necessarily have a problem doing this to survive because I do rather I do rather like surviving. But I, mean, uh, I like eating too. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to start selling ourselves to the Torque Lords, we might as well just head south, in my opinion. But I'll follow you because I followed you here. So if you, whatever you decide, I'll go with you. Well, that's my I, opinion. You'll follow me, and I will follow you into the dark, dear brother. As long as we don't go chasing waterfalls, I think we'll be fine. Yes. So we would turn back. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Uh, We have news. 
Indeed. Phineas looks up as they're eating the, the remainder of their, um, of their rations. So it appears that Abigail in chains had a horse. It was waiting. It was tied up. I suppose that explains why she moves so swiftly. Mm-hmm. We always had difficulty tracking her ourselves. We would lose her. We would lose her in the dells. She'd go into the lowland and this what the, the snow does not gather and there are no tracks to follow there. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she's taken to the wind or she's some zephyr. Yes, yes. Um, so we do have a trail. Now this trail will disappear. And so we have the decision that we can make. Um, Calvin and myself have survived winters in um, Aglador now. The two, the, the brother and sister laugh, like <laughs> chuckling at this. I understand. I understand that winters are up, up here rather different, but if this is spring for the north, then maybe it's something like winter down south. Phineas considers and nods. So I also know that if you've been around here, then yes, relying on snares may not be a good idea, but we believe that we'd be able to find something if we chose to follow this trail. It may not be the best eating, but it would be enough. So a decision is whether or not we want to lose the trail and go for guaranteed food or if we want to follow the trail at a risk of not finding as much as we need. Uh, it is a, a, weighty, a weighty choice to make. My father once said, I will take the, uh, I'll take the slow crown before the fast shilling. If we had to chase after her here now, it is a risk. But what if we can't find her? What if we lose her trail? It is a cruel question to ask someone with such a... Has, who has eaten so little recently. Not wanting to take risks. It does make sense. We could have her, Tuck says. Yes, but we risk <laughs> dying on the trail, Phineas says. Aaron and Aaron step forward and say, we have to fulfill this debt to the Cavendish. Well, who was the last one to take a watch amongst uh, ourselves? I think it was, uh, well, I can tell you who. Um, one moment here. I thought it was Abigail who watched uh, yeah. and we slept. Right. She, she watched the last, but of us, who was the one before her? Oh, I see. Probably Collinsworth. Collinsworth set the watch. He's sure. the scout. <laughs> yeah, Keegan so, was a trailblazer. Calvin was the hunter and Collinsworth was the scout. Yeah. So, I mean, she's got a several-hour advantage above us, right? I mean, this is probably literally the closest they've been. So that's all I'll say about that. So is this in character or out of character? I say that in character. So, you know, I understand that they are split among themselves with what they want. What I'm more concerned with is what we wish to do, the route we 
choose to take. We don't have the same obligations that they do. And out of character, we don't want this big decision to be reliant on NPCs. <laughs> right. So I think that we should follow the trail. I like, I like taking my chances. Besides, besides, I think we have a few trump cards to rely on should things get prickly. I I was not sent here to go on a manhunt. I was sent here to potentially make this a hospitable place. Um, a woman hunt. But if I may say so, <laughs> there is... We would not simply go to the Green John to simply seek foodstuffs. Having the Green John's blessing over your... He waves his hand towards Stonehold. Whatever the four, your four lone people here intend with this place, his relationship could be invaluable. Consider this. Right. And I, I, um, I, I feel for your obligation. Obviously, I'm a, a man made to... Uh, fulfill and, and assist in, in the noble endeavors that uh, find us with these obligations. But if I must make a decision on my own instead of following with what, uh, what has been said before me, I, I have to state that um, I like food. That's, uh, that would probably be uh, my, my decision. So, uh, there is clearly indecision among even Phineas, Tuck, and Aaron and Aaron. Because mm -hmm. Aaron and Aaron clearly want to follow the trail, but Phineas is unsure what to do, and Tuck wants to go to the Green John. So, did we ever designate a leader amongst ourselves, looking oh. to the other three? We, we did, and uh, then he found himself not coming on the journey with us. So. Yes. Um... So I suppose it shall be me. <laughs> you and your jokes. <laughs> you japester. <laughs> uh, uh, so if, if you think he is joking, are you willing, Calvin? Are you the one that is to lead us? I mean, I know what I want to do. I mean, I am not really skilled with leadership, but... Um... One does not need to be skilled to lead. Uh, that's true. <laughs> oh, we all know I, this. I think the primary purpose of a leader, even though I've never been one myself, uh, in character anyway, uh, the primary purpose of a leader is to make a decision. Not whether or not it's good or bad. Of but his, his lessers. Yes, to make no. sure that there's no... <laughs> you, well... <laughs> Dr. Dr. James Coventry steps forward from the shadows. Well, um... I, uh, if I may, into I forgot see. about you. Yeah, he, he looks like, he looks like Hugh Grant. If I may, um, excuse me, if I may, um, as he clears his throat, if I may, I would, uh, throw my, um, uh, uh, hat into the ring if, if we are to decide, um, leader that, yes. That would be no man is an island, he says clearly. Uh. Well, um, right. <clears throat> so, I suppose we should choose someone to 
to make the decisions when we all can't agree, and I, I, I am not the man for that. So, uh... you've a, you've all a leader, Phineas says. No leader. Well, at first I was okay with Osbert, but then that whole comment about stepping on the necks. Uh, that really has well, me. Well, I, I would not be such a leader. I would be a good leader. <laughs> I am not. If, you're, if we're if we're going to um ah uh, uh, the doctor's campaign ah uh, I am a doctor after all. I graduated from Chandering, he says. I have a diploma. Not here. Of course, you see. Of course. But, uh, yes. A diploma, he says, kind of motioning with his hands, pointing toward a blank wall. (laughs) Where a diploma may be. (laughs) I've spent many a day in court, and I I know the whims and ways of of leaders. I I think I, I I could pantomime there. Their, their mannerisms to a point. F- Phineas, my, I'm, f- please forgive me. I did not, I do not mean to intercede in matters of your yourselves, but when we simply come to indecision, we draw straws. For, just for a second here, can we just decide this above board before we mm-hmm. proceed with sure. any more role yep. playing? Okay. <laughs> so, um, out of character, does anyone actually want to do this i'm willing but uh you know i've been leader a couple times so i literally made a character where you got where nobody could choose to make me the leader <laughs> <laughs> keegan is a servant keegan is a servant of the people that that is all this character is is bound to play maybe you know, later he'll, he'll speak for himself but right now nope <laughs> mike when was the last time you were a leader uh so there's Balbany's Dauntenthorn, then there was, uh, the last time was the uh, Dunhollow Mysteries. Oh, and so Nick has been the longest, eh? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm raising my eyebrows. <laughs> this campaign's going to get real interesting. When's the, when's the last you, when's the last time you were the leader, Adam? Uh, Queen of Embers. Queen of Embers, oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> so I mean, Nick or Mike. <laughs> yep. So do the either last of you... time I was leader was the Wallstania campaign. Oh yeah. I say we roll off for it. Okay. <laughs> Between the two of you, I'm out. I want I actually want it. So. I kind of want to see Nick because I've never seen the chaos that is Nick. Well, I rolled a seven, so okay. <laughs> all right. If you roll a six, so help me God. And we're rolling under, right? Yeah, that is my <laughs> hand. It's not highest roll. It's like twelve. <laughs> Let's do roll with only two L's. Uh, here we go. 45. So above board, we have decided Osbert the jester. The jester. is <laughs> the leader of the Two crowd. thumbs up. Two this thumbs is, up. This campaign just got a lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah. so we will kind of slip back in, simply assume the conversation took place off, off camera as mm. Osbert the, the light shines over him and Osbert is <laughs> a crown on his head. So let me let me present our let me present the options, Phineas says. So you have a clear picture as to what we are be getting ourselves into. While we have been on Abigail's trail for some time, it has never been more clear than this one, as he points toward the path. If your creature here, the 
kind of creature because he kind of stays away from it. <laughs> your creature is uh, truly, as you say, we could potentially catch her. But the reality is, as you said, she was on her last watch. She has hours ahead of us and she's on horseback. We are on foot. No telling how far into the rushwood she is. There are mitigating factors. Well, all the armor, all the foodstuffs. Let me present health. the alternative before you make your decision. Mm. Japes there. <laughs> that, that, that is our leader, actually. If you could. Old Girlstead is a day mm. away. You have eaten the last of your provisions. We have eaten the other days with the provisions you have left. Aaron, Aaron, we'll starve tonight. I promise you, he will not starve. What if I return with that? I guarantee it. My friend, he says, placing his hand on your shoulder, there are absolutely no guarantees in this world. We will follow your lead, yes, but know the stakes. As I whisper into Clumsy's ear, I can't go it I mean I know I have a good chance but I can't go and do it <laughs> I have my ways as he looks towards Collinsworth trust me <laughs> alright I, I do you're you're a leader <laughs> he sounds so hesitant <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, of course. If if Clumsy has decided that this is the way that we shall go, this is the way we shall go. I follow. Aaron and Aaron are pleased with this. Tuck is unsure. Phineas looks worried. Will you strike out on the trail to follow Abigail and the horse? <laughs> we will strike out. Okay. <laughs> we gonna die. <laughs> Well, uh, this is going to be a short journey. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like this is uh, Oregon Trail and we're about to just die with a dead wagon wheel. Oh, well, you know, these things happen. Um, so we need to kind of first determine among all of you who is going to play what role. Um, so uh, who will be our trailblazer? That requires folklore and navigation. Uh, I do have folklore. So I can do the trailblazing if you guys would like. Yeah, I think I was looking. I have a 64 in folklore. I you have not as well. So, so uh, Keegan, you're going to be the trailblazer? Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, so who's going to be our quartermaster? That's going to be the healer survival skill. But ba 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 I got survival. Okay. Let's mark Calvin down for that. Who's going to be the scout? It's awareness or stealth? Um, I got... We could talk above board about this, right? Sure. Right. I've got... I, I do have stealth if we want to switch me out for somebody else. Just I, have, so. I have 60 stealth. Oh, that's not me then. <laughs> it's clumsy here. So, who's going to be the scout? I'll be the scout. Okay, so Osbert. 
That's a strange noise. That was my laptop Arrow. fan dying slowly. It's dying a slow death. My, no, it's, no. This is a work laptop, so yeah. Okay. So um, is first off, is anybody lightly wounded? Because when you when you eat when you're lightly wounded, you're immediately restored to unharmed. Ooh. Oh. New game rule. Eating food is helpful. Drinking coffee or tea restores you from imperiled to unhindered. So So yeah. healing or eating food heals stab wounds. Got it. Mm -hmm. I like it. Lightly <laughs> wounded to unharmed. That's right. Eat to live but not live to eat. I would have been if we kept our uh, uh, from our play stuff last week. Yeah, yeah, from our play test we did. Uh, so yeah. uh, I guess we need to actually start the start the journey. So um, as as uh, as you uh, begin to m move, um, you we need the trailblazer to make a. A, a hard test. <laughs> hard, okay. Fun. It's a hard folklore. Oh, uh, yeah, folklore and navigation up to you. I'll go with the one I actually have. Uh, I'm going to reroll that. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I'm loving it. Uh oh. Okay, reroll. You have two fortune, I've got three misfortune. Well, that didn't help. Oof. So that's a failure, right? Yeah. Okay. So now a, we need a 20. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Now we need our quartermaster <laughs> to make a heal or survival test. I shall assist by uh, um, helping to look at, by utilizing um, Hobbs to keep sniffing things out. Sure. That'll work. So uh, we need our quartermaster, Calvin, to make a hard Healer survival. I'm assuming you're taking survival. Uh, survival. Uh, and I will take the three 31. that Collinsworth nice. gave me for a 31. Success. Nice. Okay. So uh, our final brother. test for brother. brother power. I got your brother. Uh, so the final one is going to be our scout test. This is going to be an awareness or stealth test. So uh, Osbert, choose your skill and then make a roll. What was the difficulty? I'm sorry. Hard. Hard. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was a failure. Hey, I'm Wait, gonna, hey I think I... you did you roll a 69? He did. Nice. I did. <laughs> I, I'm going to re-roll. Okay, so that's one fortune and four of misfortune now. Actually, that's the second 69 you've rolled today, I think. Nice. <laughs> yes, nice. it is. Hey, he All made right, it! That's a success. That's a success. <laughs> okay. Was it a, yeah, yeah, great, nice success. Well, uh, good news, bad news overall. So um, we need everyone to make an endure check. So this is to withstand basically the, the perils and hazards of the road. You can make a hard toughness or hard survival. It's entirely up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. And this will, I will narrate kind of what happened. Let's roll out of the way. Oh, no. Uh-oh. That's 100. Uh-oh. <laughs> Man, Keegan is just uh -oh. <laughs> uh, So who... I, Poor so, Keegan. I gotta, so Osbert 
you rolled a, a... a 15. I have success. So it looks like Calvin uh why wouldn't that work? Um, I see. Okay, so Calvin, um, you're going to suffer nine physical peril. Oof. Yeah. Um, Keegan is not made for this life. Oh, no. I am imperiled. Okay. Let me one. As for <laughs> Keegan, uh, you will suffer 15 physical peril. Ugh. All right. I am now ignore one skill rank. Okay, so here's here's what happens <laughs> over literally a day. <laughs> okay, so Keegan feels like shit for fucking. <laughs> that's what it is. the The road Guilt. is incredibly hard. Um, you find that following this trail as that goes on the dell, just like Phineas said, there. <laughs> there's not snow down here to follow so you're kind of losing the path at times and in fact you're getting a little bit wrapped around and lost fortunately um calvin maintain you know you you can maintain your provisions throughout the day which is good so um you all are immediately uh so if you awaken on this trip you'll awaken to imperiled but um nonetheless uh <laughs> uh Along that path, uh, we have Osbert as a scout. He's keeping a pretty good watch overall just to kind of make sure things aren't going amiss. This is only a day. Keep this in mind. Um, however, uh, you are in moderately dangerous territory. So I need Keegan, our trailblazer, to roll <laughs> six chaos dice. I've been rolling high all night. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Five and a one. Yeah. That, Not quite. That may be bad. So we will resume in just a few moments uh, for our desperation point. We'll be right back. Let's take a break. Break time. Break time. So you've been traveling for roughly a day. Um, and as you're in this low dell, like at some point or another, this the weather takes a very sudden turn towards the cold, towards the cold, and squalls of snow and hail start pelting everybody. Um, it's getting quite bad. It's more like sleet and hail conditions in the winter, which is horrendous. The wind is whipping at your cloaks. It's pulling at your clothes. The temperature is plummeting. The snow is just piling up. And you must find shelter quickly or else you're going to freeze to death out here. You're going to be risk to exposure in the elements and even potentially frostbite. And remember, if you're incapacitated in extreme conditions like now, you will suffer from frostbite and will have to undergo debridement, which is painful and is bad. So you, you find, uh, you, you're kind of in this area of all these top, tall caves and and um rocks and snow just coming down overhead it just comes out of nowhere this storm um as you're beset up on what are you gonna do 
Well, you said there's caves. Let's take shelter in a cave and wait for everything to blow over. Well, you you find you're kind of moving between the rocks and trying to find basically a place to kind of like kind of hunker down. And nothing seems to give you any sort of easy protection here. We're going to say Calvin. I can't hear you. You're muted. Whoops. All right. I was going to ask, are there, uh, Calvin's going to keep an eye out for like a, a leafy branch that he could, uh, hack off and potentially use to like cover himself from the snow. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So would, uh, if this, so help keep him uh protected from the snow coming down but yeah so that's great yeah you find a, a, a you find a, a branch kind of whipping back and forth violently in the wind um and i say it's gathering snow and ice and stuff it's now sleeting and you snap it off it almost snaps easily off of the uh off the branch with how cold it is uh to cast your spell it'll be routine Switch to routine. Then I click on the handy dandy cast button and it should do everything for me. Skadoosh. And I think I rolled poorly. Yep, that's a 90. <laughs> so I'm trying to hold this thing above my head. I say the words and it just flies out of my hands. Oh, that, no. I'll just uh, say goodbye to that idea. Oh, well. yeah. Yeah, the right the 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 twit the, the branch snaps and flies away. Fortunately, Osbert uh is look is kind of the, we need to find caves. So um I need everyone to make a routine awareness test to find an appropriate cave to like actually get inside. <laughs> You know, sir, was the difficulty again? Routine. Sorry about that. Routine. Yeah, okay, routine. So we got a match from Collinsworth. <laughs> Critical failure. Yep. <laughs> so, wow. So Calvin, even despite all of this, only you managed to find a cave you could take shelter inside. And, Over there. And you can see that as you kind of come inside the cave, like there are like, it's exposed kind of above like the, 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 the rocks falling over in certain places that shows the sky bus or snow's falling in here too. So it's a little cold. So you move kind of deeper and deeper into the inlet until you're far enough away. And you discover actually inside here, fortunately there's rushes and there's tree branches that have, cause this cave kind of like it rambles kind of down low, like things have tumbled into here over time. Right. <laughs> There's no standing water or anything like that, but it's kind of it's kind of wet, packed mud um, and earth uh, in stone, like flint stone. Like most of the hills right here are flint stone. So you manage to actually find uh, a pretty generous amount of um, deadfall and um, and weeds and stuff you could use to actually build a fire. And uh, you kind of sit down by the fire, <laughs> and at this point, like. Um, uh, Phineas is kind of they're urging a little closer and he's he's saying I did I didn't uh I suppose we didn't expect that now did we no we didn't nothing is ever expected really but probably 
Probably r- snows here as much as it rains in Ravana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he laughs. A squall like that uh, will come out of nowhere. If it's not the first we've survived, and I certainly hope it won't be the last, he says. Uh, while Calvin is building the fire mm-hmm. yeah. um, with some of the other uh, like uh, branches and softer materials that are down here, I'd like to uh, make a couple of snares and place them outside. You're going to place snares outside in the storm, just to be clear. That's what you want to do? I'm just trying to understand. Yeah, I mean, just in case it happens to to catch anything at all. Okay. Um, so go ahead and make a survival test. And this test will be, um, I'm assuming you're setting small animal snares? Yeah, small animal. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a um, make a routine survival test. Try catching more than a cold. <laughs> they say as he walks out of the cave. There's a match. Let's see what it is. It's another critical failure. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no. It's pretty oh, fitting, no. actually. <laughs> oh, man. This game is trying well, to kill us. As, as Collinsworth, Collinsworth, you set a snare, and, and you're like, you're, it's like one of those things where you kind of set the snare right, and you have snapping your hand, um, uh, and you suffer uh, seven physical peril as there's this kind of red welt on the back of your hand and you can feel it smart as you shake your hand. You know, like when you like hit like a tree really hard with a stick and you mm-hmm. feel it in your wrist? Yeah. You start immediately like, oh gosh, and the, and the pain persists too. Mm-hmm. As your snares are all but, all but failed at this point. Yeah. That's, you know, only fitting seeing as how it's a critical failure. Yeah, I, uh, even so, I remain unhindered for now how far back does this cave go that's a great question it seems to go back maybe 20 25 yards or so it kind of wind, it kind of turns and widens and opens up a little bit lower down below where there's flat ground and where you built your fire once the fire is built it actually begins to it, it begins to warm up in here actually it feels kind of nice and you can hear the storm raging outside so imagine ravenous Right when they get snowbound, mm-hmm. you're snowbound in a cave. So, uh, Osbert's gonna go back to the very back of the cave where he can get a little bit of privacy. Um, and when he's back there, he is going to use one of his uh, talents, or no, this was a drawback, I believe. Let me link that kneel to the dark so um this is a once a week thing and i'm going to plead to the a dark power for a boon a favor or power okay this is a secret resolve test okay since i do have gallows humor i'm going to use guile instead okay kneel to the dark (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right all right so i'm gonna set it at standard and let's see here guile ooh, do 
Do we have any fortune points? <laughs> There's one fortune point left. Okay, I will <laughs> use that fortune point. <laughs> okay, I rolled a 23. The, the uh, skill's a 55. I'll keep it. Okay. I guess I have to. The, the question is, what will you ask for? I am asking for a sumptuous feast for me and my friends. Ah, oh, how selfless of you. <laughs> this is what a good leader does. That's right. Yes. Kneel, so yes. kneel to the dark. That's, oh, that's right. It's a trauma <laughs> you suffered. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So plead as you do. Plead as you might. Plead as you will. <laughs> um, you hear this sound almost like a mewing sound like a like a squalling sound almost like the sound of like a like a what's a baby boar called a piglet sounds like a piglet squealing and you hear it at the front you hear it coming from the front of the cave outside oh does anyone else hear it or just me? Uh, probably just Osbert, I think, at this point. Okay. All right, I'm going to sneak uh, up towards the front of the cave and see if I can get a uh, spy what is squealing around up there. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and make a, uh, just make an easy, just an easy, uh, an easy uh, stealth test. Okay. That'd be enough, I think. Stealth. Okay. Success. Nice. So, um, you're moving forward at this point. Can you see the map at this point? Uh, yeah. Yep. You're moving forward and you're kind of, you move up to here and you see that there's this, um, kind of hairy looking small boar, uh, that has, um, that has been, um, dropped at the front of the cave near the mouth but <laughs> uh in in the snow outside you see some shape slinking toward the cave and it's holding something in its mouth that's kind of thrashing back and forth another another small baby boar and as it grows closer you can see these huge saber-toothed fangs as this cat the size of a horse that's spotted black and white. This overgrown panther with these incisors easily the length of a dagger. This saber-toothed cat growls 
looking at you, you looking at it, and we need to roll initiative. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's our random encounter. Um, so if you would, uh, Osbert, move your character all the way by this little thing here. Can you see the creature inside of your house of me? Uh, let's see here. Let me move my stuff out of the map. Boom. Now uh, you should see it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Rawr. 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 For some reason, I can't seem to move my tokens again, which is weird. Yeah, I can't move mine either. This happens. Here we go. Objects and tokens. There we go. Now do it. Nope. Wait, oh, you have to go. assign them. Oh, wait. So you're all the way up here. Here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just put okay. you up there, Osbert. Uh, yeah, so everybody roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um this by the way was a total random encounter i i told you i have planned nothing for this game i have planned zero i'm only referencing the internal campaign wiki we have and the random encounter tables from project 1776 so osberg got a 17 you got the exact same thing as before calvin you got a 12 is that right uh-huh Collinsworth got a 10. Wow. Yep. Uh, Keegan got a 10. Who's higher, Keegan or Collinsworth on perception bonus? I've got a... – hang on. Let me check my – Actually, it looks like Keegan wins. He has a That's plus me. nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. six is what my perception is. Yeah. Mine's three. I need to roll mine real quick. Give me just a moment. This is the only thing I dislike is that – you know, this would be this would work totally differently if we were actually playing in person. I think I might just start rolling dice instead. Okay, it's a, all right. My roll is one d ten plus eight. Okay, so nine. Yeah, so it's the battle of the initiative. So the good thing is, is that Osbert, uh, you're at the top of the of the of the initiative, and this huge saber toothed cat, like. Call it, well, a lion, let's be fair. It is, it's huge. <laughs> and it's literally um, um, no more than just a few, well, it's a few yards from you, as you can see. <laughs> so the question is, um, what do you want to do? So this small boar, um, is it? unconscious is it running around or what's going on with it no no uh in f <laughs> it's dead <laughs> it's dead uh it the, the, cre the clearly this mountain cat had brought it back to its lair <laughs> it must be this cave right and and you have okay. been given, and you will certainly uh, feast tonight. But remember, this trauma you suffered is due to some dark pact you have made at some mm -hmm. point in your life, right? So the thing that you ask for will always necessarily be the thing you get, but it happens to line up with the nice, cool um, thing we're doing here for our random encounters. And, oh, that saber-toothed cat is huge. Let's call it saber-toothed tiger. Let's be honest. It's what it is. <laughs> what do you want to do? I'm going to. Oh shit! I'm sorry. The... It's hypersen. I'm sorry. It is hypersensitive. I need to roll an additional one d10. I'm so sorry. Oh. Yeah. Its initiative is thirteen. That's what I thought. I thought it was. It actually goes boop right there. 
Oh, Osbert. Osbert, Osbert, Osbert. What are you going to do? I'm going to pick up the pig and run back into the cave towards the fire. (laughs) (laughs) I got the pig! So you grab the pig and Uh go ahead. And so that's one action point. So we'll. I'm going to delete the pig from the. Math. So you grab the pig for an action point and then proceed to hustle, hustle, charge? Uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, yeah, I'll run towards the fire and shout to everyone, there's a cat outside. It's it's, it's, it's lair. <laughs> so go ahead and move your character. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that's your, 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 so just to be clear, how many actual points are you spending to move to the fire? Seven, eight, nine, uh, two. Ooh, so no action points left. None well, left. as quickly as Osbert snatched up the saber tooth cat's, saber tooth tiger's meal, the saber tooth <laughs> tiger moves alarmingly fast as it moves, um, yeah. It moves quick. Um, I need to make a quick note here because I just noticed there's actually an error on the sheet. Um, Hoping that the animal's afraid of fire, but yeah. I'm from, it's, it's, this is its home. So Let's find out. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, the thing comes chasing after. Yeah, <laughs> moving at a twelve. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It'll take the initial action point to thirteen. Uh, yep. So this thing, this this fucking saber tooth cat with this perfect like white coat it's spotted black like looms over all of you and tuck like he you can hear him gasp as he says oh fuck and phineas is like to your feet everybody to your feet and the creature is of course right beside keegan it's large by the way and keegan you see this massive paw about if you take your hands just take raise your hands in front of you and then turn the camera both your thumbs put them together like this that is the width of its paw. And that paw rakes out. I'm glad we uh, used my hands and not somebody else's. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's a 65% chance. Sorry. It, yeah, 65% chance. You mean like a strike. 99% chance to fuck my day up? Yeah. Uh, I rolled a 12, so it hit. <laughs> um, and because it's the beginning of the round, you have no action points to Dodger Perry. Um, so... Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, this is not going to be good. Um, you're going to suffer. Uh, I'm almost kind of afraid to say it. 16 damage. Uh, I am now seriously wounded. Slash! As the claws, is, Keegan's almost knocked off his feet by this huge lumbering beast. Um, go ahead and roll. Roll for, um, for injury, yeah. Are oh, you having me do it? Yeah. You know what? I've been rolling high all day. Let's go. 
<laughs> uh, see, okay. <laughs> Two and a one. No, okay. I don't. Well, injury. that's good, right? I mean, that's a good thing, right? We don't. It, we don't want to die, do we? No, it's it's really great. It's just funny that like I roll high everywhere else. I, I rolled <laughs> it's a when you need it. Yeah, it's when you uh, need it that the dice yeah, comes through for you. Yeah. Thanks, Apparently. dice. Thanks, dice. Thanks. Jeez. Jeez. Okay. Could have used you when a crit failed twice. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. Gosh, dang it. Um, okay. Well, uh, good thing is you're not dead. So that's good. Um, as it spins that, that action point. Um, and as it does this, uh, it, it's going to spend one of its fortune because I've got five misfortune. <laughs> so you can have a misfortune, you can have a fortune back now. Um, I'm going to use words as weapons. And it's going to roar aloud as it echoes inside the cavern um, as it will attempt to intimidate you all. Um, and that, I believe, I'm not mistaken, uh, is based off of its, yeah, it's a 65% chance, again, um, to intimidate. Critical success. Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, so not only are you intimidated, meaning you must drop your peril and damage condition tracks by one, it is also inspired, which increases its peril and peril condition tracks by one. Uh, and as, as that happens, right, um, the creature clearly has uh, the advantage and it's going to press that advantage. Um, the next thing it's going to do is try to leap on top of Sweets uh, with its paws to like hold her down, which we're going to consider a chokehold. Um, it's a 65% chance to succeed. 60. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, Keegan, uh, you are on the ground and you also suffer uh, 11 physical peril and you were caught in a chokehold. We say chokehold. It's not like it's grabbing you with its claws and being like, ha I got you in a chokehold. Instead, it's like on top of your chest with its huge paws. It's holding you down and it's roaring. Like it's roaring toward everybody. No more than just a few feet away from, from just literally a yard away from the fire uh, as this, this fucking mountain lion like same, with huge teeth comes out of the middle of nowhere and just barrels over everybody uh so its turn is over uh so now <laughs> uh uh so calvin what do you want to do so does that give us two fortune points then uh for what reason wasn't that four ap or am i wrong it would have been <clears throat> well sorry yes yes uh, so you have, i'm just you trying have, to make sure i understand the one, combat you have systems you have different. one so you have one fortune and he has four misfortune so two to move up one to attack, and then one uh, for the. That's right. And then uh, words, uh, words as weapons, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So let's move that down to three misfortune and two okay. fortune. That's I'm right. just trying to make sure I nope. understand. Nope, that's process. super. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's helpful. All right. Yep. So let's move this guy up. Let's put him in here. Rar, rar. So am I knocked over then? I know I took the eleven. Yeah, down. yeah. Well, you're you're not knocked over. You're just you just can't do anything except to resist. You can ah. resist a chokehold. Oh, uh, chokehold. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, but 
Um, Let me find an icon for choking. Mm -hmm. ah, so <laughs> that move now to Calvin. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, Calvin wants to search through his pack for his brown pants. Um, <laughs> uh, because, you find another pair. Yeah. And uh, yeah. No, and, and what he's going to do actually is going to look for his animal bane that he has. Because uh, he thinks that the best thing to do might be to try to disable this thing as much as possible. Uh -huh. uh, and so he will attempt to apply three doses of animal veins to an arrowhead that he has. Nice. And he's going to uh, start working on that. I'm not sure how many AP that's going to take. Uh, one AP. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, as in he uh, arms himself with his hunting bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. And he's going to, uh, let's see, it was one AP. Yeah, I'll just uh, aim for the other AP and then uh, take a shot. Okay, so there's a range attack. Mm -hmm. um, okay, what are you going to ask, Nick? No, nothing. I'm just crossing okay. my fingers. <laughs> so, yeah, so keep, keep, in mind, keep in mind that um, that it is currently has uh, Keegan prostrate on the ground. Its paws are on top of his chest. Um, your test is going to be challenging. Okay. For cuddling. For cuddling. That's right. Mm -hmm. cuddling. Cuddling. Aggressive cuddling. Aggressive cuddling. <sighs> <laughs> I love cats. So go ahead and roll your test. Yeah. It's a challenge, a challenging uh, sure. attack. 55 critical success. Nice. <laughs> so uh, so the first question is uh, so let's take a look at ranged attack uh, for critical success. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's additional. It not only can it not defend, but it's additional D6 to damage, which is great. So add an additional D6 on top of that. Right. Let's go. Oh, I got this right. It's there. Dice roller, D6. Mm -hmm. So that's five more damage. So it'd be 17 total. Nice. Okay. Uh, so... The creature <laughs> is uh, moderately wounded, right? And if it is an animal that has been subject to three doses, it is paralyzed. Nice. No resist on that, right? Uh, I mean, it's a critical success, but otherwise I believe it is resisted. Let me pull it up here. I had it just a second ago. Where'd it go? Where did you go? Animal banes or poisons. Uh, okay, there it is. Uh, so it is resisted. It doesn't say there. I got to go up to poisons or toxins. It's a yeah. toughness test. Uh, if three doses, it'd be a challenging toughness test. Boy. Okay. So uh, I'm going to make that test. Uh, and take make a quick note here okay uh so it's challenging you said challenging Ooh. toughness test okay that's uh 45 oh i rolled a critical success damn it oh my god <laughs> well uh so it resists the animal bane uh unfortunately um so well you know what you rolled a crit success on that attack i mean your your call. I you know, 
I would say the crit success probably counts for the damage, but probably not for the poison. So okay. I'm going to have I'm going to have to go with the results. Uh, uh -huh. So so this will mean that um, it will be immune to animal bane for the remainder of combat with a crit success. You strike it and you see it kind of lumber back and forth for a moment, thinking that maybe you got it, and it starts to stumble. And then it kind of stands up and kind of roars once again. However, the the good thing is is that King is no longer caught in the chokehold. It's no longer underneath. He's no longer underneath the, the, uh, the mountain lion. So, you manage to scramble away uh, at this point, Keegan, which is which is good. You know, I'm still uh, knocked down, feet. though, right? No, you're not. You're not. You're not knocked down. You're just basically struggling against the thing. So oh, okay. Not, yeah. So you're you're fine. Yay. Yeah. Well, not fine, but I'm, I'm at least not home. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm far from fine right now. Yeah. So, um, the, 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 now, <laughs> now it is uh, somebody else's turn, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, that'd be Keegan. That's me. Keegan, what are you going to do? Okay. Uh, so, I am going to go ahead and maneuver away from this guy, which is 2 AP. Yeah, that's probably that's smart. three yards, so I can get three squares away. That's right. Yeah, maneuver is now three yards. You okay. Like they do on the, like uh, Bill Huckster, or Bill Cosby used to do on that show on KCPT, but his marker. Yeah. So you managed to get right beside Calvin. Yeah, I'm just trying to get away. Same. It's the best do. place I could see. And then um, I would like to try first aid. Okay. Uh, do you want to bind wounds? I would like to, yes. Okay. So uh, one thing you'll notice uh, in the most recent addition to the rules is that bind wounds is now one AP. Oh. Amazing. So um, if you wish to do some woundy bindagey, um, which you, yeah, I assume you kind of wanted to. Um, so to bind wounds, uh, what's your current damage condition? <laughs> Seriously. So it's a standard heal test. So not, not too bad. Yeah, except I don't have a heal skill. No, oh, you got this. Well, <laughs> you I, this. I do not. Well, oh no. Oh no. I, I roll high, man. Roll Hi, that's a ninety-four, by the way, for those that can't see it. Oh, I, I don't think I don't think I've rolled under sixty this entire game. Wow. No, wait. Once I rolled a twenty-one. But... Oh, I, I'm, yeah. So that's so that failed. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. We got um, some coins in the pool. We do. We do have. We have two. Yeah. Yeah. Two to, two to use. Well, you're my leader here, clumsy. Am I? Am I using uh, one to try this out for a flip to fail on a heel? Oh, flip to fail. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I should. I'm so sorry. I should have clarified. Bind wounds is actually three AP. It's use laudanum and use tincture, inject tincture, and use smelling oh. salts from one. However, we'll let it pass. It's all okay. good. Um, I, say, so I couldn't have attempted it. What's, but what's, right. do, what's done is done. Um, okay. So you tend to bind. Obviously, spend a bandage. Um, you tend to bind your wounds up, but. Um, unfortunately, you just can't seem to stop the bleeding. Oh my God, it hurts! Um, All right. Anything else you wish to do? <laughs> I got no AP left. Uh, bleed. I'm gonna bleed. just bleed. Bleed. Yeah. Okay. That's so, my next <laughs> so Collinsworth. 
Yes. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, see if I can possibly uh, take control of the situation. I'm going to take out my bull whip for zero AP at the beginning of the turn. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to start whipping it at the, the lion. And I'm hoping... <laughs> Do you, have a chair? Hoping, Do you have a chair? I don't have a chair, but I am hoping I can use my professional trait um, uh, because I am an animal tamer. Tell us about your professional trait. I am uh, trying to get to it. It's loading up right now. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> loading. Oh, no, I pressed the wrong button. That, I was like, what? The uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it is Beastmaster. And, how did, and there we go. Beastmaster to not only tame and train creatures which are classified as animals, but also those which are classified as beasts. I don't know what it is, but, you know, either way, it, it seems like it's one of the two. Um, so whenever you attempt to tame and train animals and beasts, you may flip the results to succeed and handle animal tests. When you succeed, it is always considered a critical success. Nice, so, nice. But that means I have to succeed. <laughs> That's been difficult tonight. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's been a little challenging. So, so the, the, the Thanks, Roll20. Right. Hey, maybe you can get three critical failures in a row. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's, hey, do Let's do it. It's happened before. Yeah. Um, or maybe it'll happen tonight. Who knows? Uh, so what you will need to do um, on, on this is you will need to um, make a handle and a test. Okay. Uh, what's your current peril condition track? Unhindered. Okay. Oh, that's good. So um, I'm going to say because it is, well, nobody, oh, it's, it's already been, it's got like a big arrow sticky outside of it. Um, I'm going to make this test for you probably, I think, standard to start with. Okay. Let's question. see what happens. Yeah. Is it possible for me to use a fortune point and to try to assist him in taming this animal? Because I have handled animal as well. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and I will do so as nice. the brothers Redding. Yeah, uh, brothers Redding work best together. That's yeah, right. we're brothers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh so, gosh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Pulling <laughs> upon past experiences with uh, taming and training. Uh, yeah, I mean, because yeah, Hobbs uh-huh. honestly does like him better, even though he even though he <laughs> listens to Collinsworth. <laughs> yeah, you're the super Redding brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so you attempt to, so yeah, go ahead and roll your test, and you've got an assist too, which is awesome. Yeah, good use of assist, by the way. Very smart. Yeah, I was hoping that we didn't use all of the fortune points by this time, because yeah. yeah, I was like, if I can assist. Yeah, one uh, fortune and four, yeah, one fortune left after yeah. this, and I'm performing yeah. fortune. What's your D10? Go ahead and roll one. Ooh, a knight. Oh, yeah. 19 or 29, either way, is a success, which turns into a critical success because of Beastmaster. Nice. So uh, (laughs) not only do you get the animal to to kind of slow, to to reduce its ire, um, it will actually slink out of the cave. Um, It'll bear its teeth still, and it will kind of back away like a cat with its back arched, kind of slowly with its belly kind of rubbing up against the mud and muck of the floor of the cavern. Uh, but it will slink backwards. And it will, uh, the pig that it was about to bring in to eat will snatch it up in its 
teeth and maw with the blood kind of oozing down over its white fur, kind of a of white and red mess. And the thing gives you one last long look and it bounds back out into the snow, leaving you here in the cavern with a suckling boar to eat for the night. And we will stop here uh, for the end of Desperation Point on Game oh. This is fun. This hey. is definitely not a boar. The, no. cat came, the cat came in from the storm. That's what you call a wet-ass pussy. <laughs> is this a, a whack? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I wish we were video recording this right now. It is, oh. maybe, I'll stay, maybe I'll save this clip. Oh. <laughs> really? I think, I, think, I think we kind of got like a combo of, of, of puns in there. Oh. And, you know, oh. I, I go back to the fact that so like Nick and I are dads, right? Mm-hmm. But Mike is pun master supreme. Yeah. I, you know, I used to think Nick was, but Mike tends to bring the noise a lot. Um, but uh, bring something. I, we, I think we had like a tri, we had a trifecta. We had a hat trick of puns to them. We had three. If only we could tame that cat, and then it'd be a thunder cat. Because I bring the thunder, and he brings the cat. It's a thunder oh, cat. Uh-huh. That was reaching. Yeah. That was reaching. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. reaching. Yeah, I know Minus you were trying. One coin. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know you were trying to like quad factor or whatever it would be at this point, but no, nah, that was. Reaching. Yeah. So. Uh, so uh, we always do 25 reward points for every hour played. We start at eight, call it three hours. So 75 reward points tonight. Um, we have actually a slight rules change. We've actually removed mottos completely from Project 1776. <laughs> uh, because it kind of got in the way of what's really important from a role-playing perspective, which honestly is your belief in your flaw. So I'm just going to reward you with an additional 100 tonight, uh, just because we didn't talk about that before the game. But yeah, so for next game, I would recommend reading over the belief and flaw rules in Project 1776 uh, to get accustomed to them, uh, because that's really where we want you to lean into your, your belief and flaw. It's more important uh, than your motto. So, um, my belief came in handy. <laughs> The hardest lessons have come at the expense of pain. Strife and struggle will grant me foresight. <laughs> so what is your belief called? What is it? Uh, that one is wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom. Yeah. yeah. So well, I think that, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> uh, Kay would have learned mine as well because claws strike deepest from the shadows. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Uh, I thought I thought this was gonna be a really bad encounter. Honestly, I thought I was like, "Ooh, that first damage roll!" I was like, "Oh, it was going to be." Yeah. <laughs> if, if there hadn't been a crit to get the the cat off of me, I'd have been dead. Mm-hmm. I'd have been dead on its second turn. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't you didn't oh. want its teeth to get into you. That's for sure. And that's where it gets really nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that your player trait? Just get wrecked, like. I- you go from like zero <laughs> to dead, like boom. I'm real good at it. Yeah, you're it's real K, good at that. That's Kay, that's Kay, It's what K does. Yeah, character gets gets near killed, but you know it, it's just Zvihander. Because the funniest thing is, there's other games I play, and those I kick ass in. Zvihander, I get killed by a rock first fucking session. Like that's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I think what we'll do is we'll we'll resume again next week uh, for session three 
of Desperation Point. Once again, for our listeners, zero preparation. I prepare nothing between weeks when we play. I prepare nothing for the game session. I'm only using our internal campaign wiki to drive all of this. So um, that's that's why we're playing it. We're playing it completely like uh, unplanned. So um, stay tuned uh, next week for our next session, session three. Uh, thanks to our patrons. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for supporting us. Uh, toss a coin to your Grown Perilous Studios team. Um, I'm just running games for them, but the hard work is from Adam and Mike and team. So uh, become a patron. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, that's why we're putting our podcast on this Patreon. It's because we want people to check out the other content they're creating for games powered by Zweihander, including cool stuff like Radiator. So um, until next week, we'll see everybody later. Okay, bye. 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 Why is my mouse frozen? Bye. <laughs> Bye. It's nearly frozen. What's going on? Bye. I'm including this. <laughs>